0: Thank you.
1: Hey, yo, what up, y'all? It's your man, Dame, D-N-Y-D-C, host of the Two Mics Up Podcast. Season three, live and effect, straight from the DMV. All right, so before I get into today's uh, great, great story, I mean, we got two two things going on that's that's really amazing today. First, I want to uh, take a second to kind of mention and, and address some of the, you know, emails, comments, and things I've been getting. Everybody's like, oh, where's Lisa at? What's up with Lease? First of all, Lisa is is doing well, um, but sometimes in life we all are uh, dealing with things that this require some time away. Um, but please keep Lisa in your prayers, uh, keep her uplifted and in, in, in good spirits, and just know that at some time in the near future, Lisa will be back here, rocking in her seat as co-host of Two Mics Up. But in the interim. Because sometimes you just can't ride solo, dolo. and You need that fresh voice. You need that fresh perspective. I got a, a, a new member of the family. You've seen her here before. She's been on the show. She was a season one guest. Great show. If you haven't, take a minute to go back into the catalog. Check it out. I'm going to go ahead and bring her into the studio. I'm going to let this sister, Melissa, what's happening, take a second, reintroduce yourself to everybody, uh, our audience and our listeners, Tell them a little bit about yourself.
2: Hey, hey, hey. What up, good folks? I am Melissa Mallory, founder and CEO of Be Unlimited, a nonprofit youth organization in Prince George's County, Maryland. I'm also a mom of two beautiful, active young kids and a wife of an amazing husband who helps me juggle it all. Um, I am excited and honored to be a guest co-host here on Two Mics Up and even more excited about meeting some amazing people this season.
1: Well, look. Talk about amazing! First of all, she's amazing. Go back, listen. I am. Yeah, she is. Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> real talk. Real talk.
1: But what's even more amazing? Uh, had some time to sit with Melissa. We sat down, kind of going through the season, things that that we had scheduled coming up. And today's guest, when we were just talking about, she was like, "Wait, hey, I I know this story. I know right. I know these guys. And, and I and I love when someone else has an energy and a love and a passion about others in our community that are doing." great things uh to keep our our communities motivated and yeah. moving forward and it's just positive just straight positivity yeah so with without further ado ladies and gentlemen uh I want to bring to you all two amazing gentlemen uh I love the story because they, they've been rocking for a while but before we even get into all of that I want to introduce to you Jonathan esqueta and his co-ho his I want to say his cohort, but his buddy, his friend, because this is really his buddy and his friend, y'all. And you're going to understand why. Jerry Jones. And before we get into this, gentlemen, I'm going to go ahead and put my seatbelt on. I'm going to go ahead and give you guys the big screen. And could you just take a moment to introduce yourselves to us in your audience and just give us a little background about yourself?
3: Hello, my name is Jerry Jones. I'm barber manager here at City Shop. Barbershop. Um, I reside in Cookstown, Pennsylvania originally
0: from Allentown, Pennsylvania, uh 33 years old and we
4: just you know <laughs> um, I'm, John- <laughs> I'm Jonathan Squetta, um originally from the Philippines, uh moved to the United States when I was 8 years old. Um, met Jerry when we were about fourth grade mm-hmm. and uh, we've been together ever since. So here we are.
1: Go I love the fact that of you know the way you can tell these two have, have been around each other close because one defaults to the other, the one gives the other one the head nod, and <laughs> those are this uh, cues that yeah man look I'm done you you take it you take <laughs> it. So with that though I, I have to ask you you guys go way back you know and in that history of, of you guys coming up, how did you guys really get to to meet each other? And how did that friendship develop to where it is where you are now? I mean, you, you're probably almost like family uh, at this uh, point. So yeah. how did that evolve?
3: Well, um, I moved to Center City, Allentown, where he was at in fourth grade, middle of fourth grade. And he was in my class. And I actually used to copy off his paper. <laughs> 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 we became friends at recess. And uh, we started playing basketball and teaching me how to play basketball. And it just didn't stop from there. Walked home from school, went to school together from all
2: the
1: way from fourth grade, all the way graduating two thousand five. Wow! Wow! Yep. Wow! And I, I want to mention, uh, and I don't think you know, not like some of you who are streaming this. You should take a second to go over to our YouTube channel because the, uh, one of the things that I'm proud of uh, doing this show is we're able to see all nationalities and all shades of black and brown. Uh, you know, and the interesting part too here is. You know jonathan being from the philippines uh i know it has to be a different challenge uh, you know melissa you may have experienced with your family when they transitioned over you know she's being from haiti and my family coming over from puerto rico and things of that nature so jerry what was it i mean jonathan what was it like for you early on uh that experience in transitioning here to america from the philippines
4: um being eight years old you know it was uh it wasn't as smooth as um others would have experienced um obviously English being my second language was the toughest part. Uh, kids couldn't understand you, you couldn't understand what they were saying to you. Um, Playing-wise, you know, being in recess, it wasn't that hard. Mm-hmm. But the communication part of it was definitely difficult. So I had to kind of take a back seat and kind of just watch from a distance to see how everybody else was playing or moving around. And um, I just kind of picked it up from there. You know, being a kid is you're resilient to things, so you learn mm-hmm. a lot quicker than adults. Right. So I heard my I had my first milkshake, you know, from McDonald's, and I
0: thought I was the best thing ever. Like, man, <laughs> like that. So when Marga took me, I was just like, "Man, this is America." <laughs> That's <laughs> it. <laughs> Isn't it.
1: Isn't amazing what kids think though when you're that young? Like, yeah, yeah. not not to say that you made it, but like, man, this, this right here is it. Right. This this is everything. Uh, and and to continue just that, right? Um, your backgrounds being so diverse, uh, and and different challenges. Um, you know, Jerry, I understand you know, just the color of your skin alone uh, makes it difficult, and then you know, Jonathan coming over not only the language barrier, but then too, I, I'm interested to know one for our listeners, have you experienced some of the inequalities or injustices here in America based on the color of your skin?
3: Oh, for sure, yes, for sure, and especially, um, like in Kutztown, it's mm-hmm. It's, it's an old school town, old mm. school town. So you mm. might see a Lamborghini go down the street and then you'll see a horse and buggy right behind. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So it's very diverse. Um, like we've been here, John been here since for like 15 years now. Mm-hmm. And then even back in downtown, you know, we still, you still go through it, but it's not as much. Once we, you know, you got, we make people smile. Yeah. I yeah. smile at you, you have no right, but to smile back. That's right. Right.
1: That, I mean that, that's dope, and I, I just had to ask that. And I, I'm sorry, Melissa. I'm go, I'm just going to jump real quick. So, how does those backgrounds and all of that motivate and challenge you then to do what you've done as as barbers and the program itself? Like, how did all of that motivate you to do all of that?
4: Well, I mean, obviously, growing up, you know, um, coming from a different country, uh, it's definitely difficult that people don't see you as as the same. Um, they might, mm. you know, look at you like, oh, you're different. Mm. I'm definitely different. Um, kids that I was growing up with thought I was, you know, I was Chinese. Mm. Uh, you know, they ain't learned that, you know, there's other countries in Asia. Right. Right. Yeah. right. So there were so many different, like I was getting made fun of from all different types of races mm. as far as, you know, black, Spanish, white, everybody. We just didn't understand. So right. as a kid, you kind of take that personal. But when you do grow yeah. up and understand, like, it's not their fault. They're not being taught this. You you can't take it away from them, but at the same time, it's like, we need to be out there more and and educating on, you know, certain um, qualities of people rather than just the color of their skin or how they look, first and foremost. Um, And I wanted, you know, to make a difference in all these kids' lives. That's why we, you know, we deal with kids more rather than adults, because kids can't lie to you. Mm. Adults know how to lie to you, but kids, for sure, is just like, they're going to tell you what it is, you know, and... And I love that more than anything in the world. Because if I can make a kid smile, then I know I can get through to them.
3: Yeah. Wow. Right. And on That's top it. of that, let's speak on the race differences. Uh, our barbershop, we have six barbers here. Okay. And all of them are all of different race. So John's Filipino, African-American. Um, we have Geo. He's Guatemalan. We've got Chris. He's Italian and, and German. I love yeah. it. um, we have um, Luke. He's Irish. And then we have... Rudy, he's Haitian. So wow.
1: <laughs> right, that's what's up, though. That's beautiful, man. I mean, a, a United Nations there. That's <laughs> yeah. what's Was up. that
2: on purpose, though? Like, the, the different? It just happened, yeah.
3: Wow. One at a time. They, we came together. Yeah, Me and him been together, but right. they they just clicked, and that's our team. That's and what's then up. We're, where we're coming from in Kutztown is, you know, predominantly, you know, white people around, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, It's cool so that when they get to see something different, you know, they see me first, I'm smiling. They're like, oh, this is not, you know, what I thought it would be. And then they see the next guy, white guy, and they're like, oh, Asian. Yeah, You know, so we are the United States of America in the box. Yeah,
1: Yeah, literally. and and (laughs) That's that's what's dope about it, though. And that's why I said, like, reading the story, and that's why I was so glad, you know, uh, my wife was doing the research. Um, And as I dug in more to really see the whole conglomerate the whole team uh I thought it was really important and I was glad to have both you and Jerry on to really speak to that cuz I think we need to see more of this right uh right. because America although we're divided we're really not that much mo- we're not that different no uh and I thought this was really great for you guys to come on and talk about that
3: appreciate that mm-hmm.
2: so how did you guys start your journey in becoming barbers like Javier um
4: for me I I was a senior in high school, you know, and, um, I knew college wasn't the route for me, just like, you know, other people were, you know, that was their thing. For me, it was just, I hated doing research papers or just being in class and, and <laughs> learning that way. wasn't for me. I knew that from the get go. Uh, I'd rather be hands on and learning as far as, as much as I can with somebody rather than, you know, through a textbooks. Right. So, um, I picked up, uh, I, I apprenticed under a barber teacher in Allentown named Mr. Clyde. And um, a year later, I opened up the barbershop here in Kutztown.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: And I was trying to get Jerry involved with me because I knew barbering was just like a freedom of, of choice to, to make you know make up your own hours. You don't have to work under anybody. Uh, you just deal with clients rather than right. you know being a nine to five and going to work and not really liking what you're doing. So that part of it was just pretty simple to me. And I was just trying to put them on and be like, yo, this is the way of life, man. And and hopefully, you know, I can teach you
3: and we can do this together.
0: Yeah, that's what's up.
3: And for me, um, I worked every job in the world, you name it I've got <laughs> like warehouses, readers, like everywhere. So John took me, I remember it was 2007. He said, I'm coming to get you. It was a Sunday, I believe. And he's like, we're going to Sally's, bring $500. I'm like, all right, cool. Mm. So I went out and I bought my first set of clippers and he's like, we're going to, I'm going to teach you how to cut hair, you know, just to give you like another Avenue, you know, so you don't have to keep doing this job to job thing. And then, um, that was it. I still had those three clippers, my station. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I was in and out. I didn't take it serious. You know, I put it as like a side job and then, um, I actually didn't start taking barbering seriously until about
0: 2015.
3: Mm. So I, I bought my clippers in 2007 and I didn't really get busy until 2015.
1: Wow.
2: Why? What took you so long? Oh, man, my brain was scattered. I don't
3: know where I want to in life. You know, I was like, am I supposed to do this? Am I supposed to do that? I was just trying to find myself at the time. I get I, it. In high school, it was rough. You know, I started, you know, running off streets and then, you know, came back. And it was tough. But, you know, we made it here. John pulled me out the mud. so I, I love you know, it
2: and you came back you came came back back. that's right
3: that's right always
1: that's what's up y'all and i i just love stories like that um you always have you're blessed to have one friend in life uh and when i say one real friend and your story uh really (laughs) exemplifies that because he he never turned his back on you per se you know even when you were going through your roughest your darkest patch and and at that point in time he was always there for you and if you have one that'll do that for you it's amazing and i hope people really walk away and understand uh, you don't have to be liked by everybody but if you're loved right, by one right, that means right. the greatest I, thing in the world
3: actually mm-hmm. he, i actually came back to the barbershop 2013 and he fired
0: me <laughs> 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 but it was no peace that's a friend it was all business and I right i was working like three different
3: jobs so i would have to come in take a nap before cutting in, <laughs> leave early he was like yeah bro we can't work this." when you're yeah. when you're ready and focused on one thing you come back and that's right
1: and that's that's love right there for that's real. a
2: real friend though right yeah
3: i
1: mean
4: mm-hmm. it's just uh, uh you know when you really care for somebody you know per se is uh you really care kind of just wanted them to see them succeed as much as you can. Yeah. So I don't have many friends that I would call my brother, and he's definitely one of them, man. Right. Like I said, we've been together ever <laughs> since we was fourth grade. So for me to kind of just turn my back on him is like, that's not the way to do things. And you know, I'm right. going to keep trying, obviously, but once you pull your weight, then obviously we're going to get to where we, we need to go. Right. So he understood that part of it, and now it's just like, man, where, what's the next step mm-hmm. for us to take it to the next level?
0: you know Mm -hmm. what's
3: crazy i actually took him to his first barbershop what yeah true
1: yeah
0: (laughs) he
3: used to to go to like holiday i was like nah bro so i took him to his first barbershop and then he he brought me into his barbershop gave me the first city cuts experience Uh, that's what's up (laughs) (laughs) that's
1: what's up man love it well You know, uh, uh, Melissa, I'm pretty sure you have another question. I see you. I see you darting. You got another question for?
2: I'm good. I do. But it's good. Well, I I really want to know. So I'm I'm an educator, right? Mm -hmm. Um, My nonprofit speaks exactly about what you're doing, Jonathan. Like, if college ain't for you, then let's talk about what is for you. And let's figure out what you're going to do after high school. So I really want to kind of tap into your Books by Kids program. What is it? Explain to our listeners what it is um, and your inspiration behind it.
4: Um, well, it's pretty much, it's, it's very simple. Uh, we get a kid, you know, we ask them, um, would you like to get paid today? You know, mm-hmm. simple as that. Uh, you know, most of them will say, yes, all right, here's a book. All you gotta do is just read to us, you know, like on a one-on-one thing. And if they're shy to read, then we start asking them questions about it. Uh, you know, how many pages are in the book? What characters are in the book? Um, who, what colors, just simple stuff to get a conversation going. Mm-hmm. And once that starts, um, they're comfortable enough to kind of just tell us like, oh, this is what's going on in the book. Even if they can't read, we, we try to get like a two years old or three years old, you know, just to get them to speak up with to us, Interaction, you know, rather mm-hmm. than just, just sitting there and just being quiet for 20, 30 minutes. Right. Mm. Um, it started from when I was coaching basketball. Uh, I was coaching seventh and eighth graders, And um, they were so afraid to communicate with each other on the basketball court, right. but off the court. They're best of friends, laughing, giggling, all this type of stuff. And I'm like, why can't you guys do that on the court? Which was, I found out was they were scared to tell each other what to do, like hold Mm -hmm. each other accountable. Uh. Mm -hmm. You know, as far as friends, you don't want to tell your friend what to do. And he looked look at you like, I'm not listening. You're not my coach. Right. So that where it kind of started, well, we forced one of our players to speak up like a mini coach. Mm -hmm. So we told him, this is the game plan for today. You have to relay it. To, the, to you know to your teammates, and one by one they started improving, you know, and, and not taking that so personal. Mm-hmm. Like we have a business to handle, we got a game to play, let's do that. So mm-hmm. I figured, if at at a younger age they can start, you know, speaking up, why can't I start that in the barbershop? So that's mm-hmm. when I, you know, got the idea of you know with the books. You know, obviously you're not you're not gonna have kids in here speaking up to everybody. That's, that's right. this Doesn't go well. But as far as reading to your barber and as an adult, you know, that k- kind of translate a little bit easier for them. So that's when it kind of just took off from us.
1: Wow. I love that. I love, I love that it. story. I love it. So <laughs>
2: what's your mission? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. no, no.
3: Okay. <laughs> well, this, well, we grew up in the city, right? So the barbershops that we went to, it was just like sit down what kind of hair first of all you had to pay attention because they'll skip you all day you'll be there all day (laughs) wow (laughs) so that the communication wasn't there and then you sit down in the chair they say what kind of haircut do you want how much you tipping and then that was the conversation right so like we didn't we wanted to change that you know what i mean when you have that opportunity to be with a person an individual not just a kid you know we have some uh, we have some clients that are 93 94 years old oh wow so i want to learn everything for now it's reversed i'm books by kids is all me you know what I mean? <laughs> so we try to talk and interact with everyone that we get a chance to because you know we never know we have clients that come and go all the time mm-hmm. but um i thought it was a great thing when john brought it up i was like man that's a good idea because they never do that in our city right you know? and i love talking to kids you know they like john said they're the most honest yeah you know what i mean so we bust it up and then we turn it into an education and they don't even know it because they think right. they're just getting paid. And like, mm-hmm. even if the money, like some of them are too young to know about money. So like, how about a lollipop, you know, right? You know, a piece of candy. And if you read this, this page for me, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. And then guess what? You get $3 with it. I get <laughs> $3. Right, like, right. So just to, and to see that excitement from them is just, it's, it's nothing like
1: it. I love it, man. I, love, I do.
2: So what is your mission behind mm-hmm. uh, or for the Books by Kids program?
4: Um, books by kids program, we just want, you know, kids to be able to speak up. Um, they have, you know, as, as kids, you have great ideas and sometimes you don't want to, you know, speak up on them because you're, you're afraid of what, you know, adults, especially adults are thinking about it. Um, and we just want, you know, other kids to not be shy to talk to, to anybody. Mm. And I, I was a very shy kid, you know, growing up, um, obviously me not learning, you know, English right away. That had a lot to do with it, and getting made fun of for you know speaking a certain way mm. or having an accent, those things kind of take an effect. So we embrace that in the barbershop. Man, mm-hmm. if you're different, that's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we don't want you to be just like everybody else. We want you to be you. Right. Because everybody else is taking, why not just be that's
1: you?
2: That's hey, <laughs> that's a real good that's point. That's that's, that's that's real it. right there. That's everybody a good point.
1: That's
4: you, it. Know? Just, you know, yeah. so why don't you just be you? Because it's it's tough to be somebody else that you're mm-hmm.
0: not. It's very mm-hmm.
4: tough. And, you know, we kind of all go through that confidence thing that it's an everyday battle. Yeah. So if, if you hear more people talk about it, man, just be you and, and you know, show up to, to whatever, you know, life has to offer. Yeah.
1: And I just love take that. advantage
3: of it. I like that a lot. For sure.
1: Well, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead.
3: i add on to the mission. Um, Hopefully, you know, other barbershops and salons, you know, are not just... You know, that has to do with the hair industry. Anyone that comes in contact with a kid, you know, for a certain amount of time, we just hope that they embrace that, mm-hmm. that program. Not even just the program, just the interaction. Or something yeah. like mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just to talk, get the kids talking, because that goes further than just being in the barbershop reading a book, yeah. getting $3. Yeah. You know, they get to school where they start talking. You know, we give them t shirts too. So they go in like, Oh, he got a City Cuts t shirt. I don't know him, but we got common. Who's your barber? You know what I mean? And
1: that's and what's up.
3: It starts from there and then it starts at home and not just the kids, the parents, Yeah, you know, the parents feed off of it as well. They see their kid never before was reading and not to a a black man at that. Mm -hmm. So they see that and they're learning from it and they're like, Oh, this is good. This is okay. You might've made their day as well. It's not just the kids, the whole environment.
0: Yeah,
1: man. Listen, (laughs) if anybody, wherever you are today or in your space, and you're just joining in and you're catching these gems here at this point of the show, I want to challenge you to go back to the beginning and listen, because these two gentlemen dropped some gems, some nuggets that are really powerful and really important. um, And really at the core of the community uh, and what we, and I'm not going to speak for everyone, but I, what I would like moving forward to see in our communities, they, they are true United nations uh, and they're really giving back from their heart uh, so at this point, I'm just going to ask everybody, stay tuned. I'm going to have to take a pause for the calls. Going to go ahead and jump in and let our sponsors, thank our sponsors who are helping uh two mics up continue to use our platform to bring such great messages like we are talking about today. So stay tuned. Be right back after the break. For, uh, Yo, so what's up, everybody? We're back off the break. Your man Dave, the NYDC, uh new newest member to the family, love of Melissa Mallory, and we are here in the second segment with John Esqueta and Jerry Jones of City Cuts Barbershop, Cutsdown or is it Cuts Town, PA? Um, I just have to ask, gentlemen, and I'm gonna start John. When you started the program, did you find any pushback or any? hesitancy from maybe members of the community um when you first initially rolled out you know books for kids
4: um actually it was the opposite wow uh, okay. you know what uh, our local library donated um a first set of books here wow yeah hmm. and then um i started a little fundraiser with like a, a box of chocolate candy from you know like walmart or something um obviously to get it started uh they loved it the parents that was coming in we're, we're loving it right then and there, like, oh, these kids are, are encouraging, you know, our little boys and girls to, to kind of read in front of others, mm. which was, was cool at first. Um, they was just ecstatic that somebody in their community was trying to embrace something like that.
0: Mm.
4: So we got started with, with, you know, with the parents. And then from then on, they just moved from, like, libraries to, to other schools. And, and they kind of just taken off, you know, locally here. Right. And it's been trying to do it, you know, bigger and better ever since. So as, as much as we can, spread the word, you know, with your help, obviously, and, um, in uh, our, our local community, and we're just trying to spread the word. Yeah, so I heard word. you
2: mention that uh, you get your books, it started off with a library. How else do you get your books? Where do you get your books from?
3: Oh man, we, I mean, uh, we, got, we got teachers bringing, you know, once the family started seeing the program kind of rolling, they started donating books. Like,
0: yeah.
3: um, we were actually on vacation, and then it it, it went viral. So then, mm. when we got back from vacation, we were just getting donated mail, boxes of books, what all over, what, all over, what? All over, wow, everywhere from New Zealand all the way to California, wow. India, Brazil, uh, Europe. I love that. wow, and then wow. It, it got almost. Overwhelming. Um, and- <laughs> we, we were like the new library, <laughs> and then Barnes and Nobles did a, 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 what do they call like them? a holiday drive for us. Yeah, they oh, did wow. a book drive for us. Yep. So then they were donating brand new boxes, like at least 10 to 12 boxes of books every week. Wow.
2: Yeah,
4: we, we had so much, we had no room to put it in, so we had to donate it back to the library and ah. to a um, local like daycare anywhere we can. We're trying to just give it back to to them because they have the kids in
1: there. Right,
0: the kids
2: so do the kids get to keep the books and those who come to the shop yeah. while they're yes, reading please.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> right You, you guys are running out of room. Sometimes
3: there's like you know, there's a, a daughter here or a sister here with their watching their brother get a haircut, so they like to stand right next to their brother or whatever. So we'll tell them, Hey, you know, you can make three dollars too, you don't have to be just getting a haircut to make three dollars. Oh, wow, just to get that interaction, and, right? You know, especially with little girls. You know, with, with men, you know, that the communication, you know, mm-hmm. it's right away off guard. So we're like, you know, you can earn some money too. you know, help your brother read this book, you know, or you show me what this is saying right here. What is this? She could say five words. Boom. She just made three dollars and got Right? Wow. You know what I mean? So it's not just the little boys. It's everybody in the barbershop.
4: We just want them to, to put that effort in, you know, initially, whatever it is, even mm-hmm. if you're trying to just like I said, tell the story about, you know, what's going on in the book. Uh, mm-hmm. What number is it or what colors are these characters? Just that interaction alone, because I know from then on, then we can improve on that. Yeah. So we try to target the shyest kids possible, because then
3: those are the ones the harder to reach. Mm-hmm. I think that age group is like between, I want to say like 7 and 12. They're mm-hmm. more shy. Like the older they are, the more shy they are to speak around yeah. the yeah. barbershop when they're kids they're like let's go
0: yeah
3: <laughs> we have kids that come in and bring their own book to read right but
1: oh wow
4: to, multiple times they've been you know getting paid and cool you like that right coming, you know? and, so and, we got a lot of money for you so and that's what it's,
1: and, that, and that but that 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 comes though too so these are some kids that have kind of experienced it already and really enjoy it and really want to come and share with oh, their yeah. barber like that connection and Kind of like showing them, hey, look, look. Yeah, Yeah, exactly.
4: It's been years, and a lot of them, you know, they've been part of the program for years already. And, you know, they started in like third or fourth grade, and they're sixth, seventh and still reading. Wow. So we just want to keep it going. As long as you want to keep reading... And hopefully we'll get one of these adults to read a book in front of us. And- <laughs> hey,
1: hey, why not? Hey, let's put why that not? out there. Let's start the challenge today. Let's start it. Let's put. Come on, adults. You know, let's start this challenge today, man, for real. But,
4: but they
1: got to pay us $3. They, I, wow. even- <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I love it.
0: <laughs>
2: I have a question, though. In, in your perspective, both of you guys' perspective, what role do you see um, the barbershop and the impact is making in the community?
4: um, I think it's very big, you know, like, like our barbershop, we can't speak for everybody else, but our barbershop, we're so diverse in here. And all we want to do is make you smile. And from that smile, when you walk out this door, that'll continue throughout the day. So you might smile at somebody else. And then, you know, hopefully it's like a ripple effect. We just want you to make, build your confidence from within, obviously with a haircut. Uh, And then continue that, you know, from, your day and on. Mm-hmm. You know, we see you every two weeks or so and and hopefully
3: that that feeling stays with you when you come back. Right. right. You know, yeah. you know, when you when you come into the barbershop, it's very warm welcoming. And I'm the first guy you're gonna see. So I'm smiling <laughs> at you right away. Hey, what's up, boss man? Hey, boss lady, you know, right. right away I'm gonna give you that energy. And then it goes on to the next chair, and then the next chair, then everyone says what's up, fist pumps, like it's just very warm and welcoming. And that, and in, in this small town, you know, what I mean, two city guys come up here. Well, John started, but you know, right. they see us and they're like, "Wow, all these guys come from different, all different backgrounds, mm-hmm. and they just mesh together, and it's all luck." Uh
1: oh. Yeah, he fine. Yeah, he's fine.
3: Mm-hmm. And um, you
4: know, us being so different from one another, we kind of play off of that. You know, we kind of right. play off uh, of what kind of you know cultural thing different foods that we try to eat or we experience different things from different cultures. I I've never been to, you know, to, to his house when we were kids. And then once I knew exactly what he was kinda growing up with and then I introduced him to my like he, he was eating rice with salt, you know,
3: white rice with salt. <laughs> I've never, never seen that. And sometimes <laughs> he goes like, what's you going know, on? You know, I'm used to like, spend, you know, back in the day it was Spam, maybe a rice.
1: bread
0: sandwich. You know
1: what I mean? So we i like, He said, we got rice, we, man. We got, got white rice, rice all the time. So, man, whatever on there and just eat it. I've never <laughs> seen that. <laughs> I love it, man. I mean, that's the beauty. What you can have... Uh, Two diverse uh, individuals, totally different cultures and backgrounds come together uh, and really uplift each other because it it sounds like at the end of the day, you guys have fun with it and you have fun with each other. And this is really what I hope people really walk away with out inside. It's not really outside. This is really inside the story uh, of how you guys built your 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 family and really brought together this program and man, I'm fascinated. I love it. I know you guys probably have stories upon stories. <laughs> uh, uh, Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry, this is looking at Jerry's face. Like, bro, you don't even know. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I made him it, eat an octopus one time, and you know, that's the first time you ever had it, and it got stuck in his throat. <laughs> <laughs> I, told him, I told him I didn't want
3: to eat it. The suction the suction pads just got stuck in <laughs> my
0: throat. I swear <laughs> that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kool-Aid. Yeah. <laughs> you got to
1: make it like syrup. You got to make it like syrup. You got to have more than enough sugar. Cups of sugar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <man. laughs> That's great guys Hey look so um, As as we already come to the end and close out This great show I I have to ask um, You know with everything that you're doing Because listening to it It sounds like uh, your story has Reached a almost on a global uh, Platform Which first of all kudos To both of you Uh, You should be applauded and commended for the work that you're doing But I want to ask You know three years from now Five years from now where do you see both the program and the barbershop itself? Like, is there room for expansion? Uh, you have other ideas in mind? Like, where do you see it in the next couple of years?
3: Go ahead. Well, for me, <clears throat> I think that next three years, um, I'll be hopefully a lot of people adopt the program. Like I mm-hmm. said, other barbershops, other salons, you know, spread the word. Um, maybe we can get another city cuts too in a different area so that, you know, people that love it that aren't close to us, you know, can make it and get the same environment. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, we're just going to keep the ball rolling, make that snowball grow. And, um, you know, we can't stop. Like, like Bob Marley said, the people who are trying to make this world worse, they don't Mm. take a day off. So watch the week.
1: Okay. (laughs) That's facts facts right there. Facts right there. Uh And
3: you know, it's,
4: we try with other barbershops and sometimes it's not their thing to kind of, you know, adopt the program, which is totally fine, but we encourage them, you know, start something that that's to your liking, mm-hmm. whatever you guys are comfortable with using, you know, use that. You don't have to be, you know, the book spot kids it could be something else, right. but we just want you to impact your community because obviously we can't be, you know, we're only one person here. Right. We can't go, you know, somebody in California and do that too. So we want them to do that. Mm-hmm. This is a, I heard a quote the other day said, "Steal shamelessly." Mm. Um, what, what I got from that was he said, um, "If somebody has a good idea, please take that, you know, and, and make it a version of your own." And it, 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 why not do that with everything else that we, you know, we can do it too. That's right. You know, so I'm hoping just more people will just like if if they're inspired by this story, do something on your own that you like or that you're comfortable with, and, and you know, hopefully
3: make it grow and hopefully make that impact in your community. It doesn't have to be, even like John said, it doesn't have to be reading books. Um, sometimes I like working out. So another thing we did was called Push for a Buck, right? Okay. So yeah. I have kids do, how many push-ups can you do? Because, you know, we're hyping them up the whole time they're here. How many push-ups can you do? You know, if you could do, if they get down and try to do some push-ups, they get a dollar.
0: Mm.
3: You know what I mean? So that's mm-hmm. that's another thing that, you know, people could pick up on and just run with it doesn't have to be with books it's just the interaction you know building with people just trying to make them be the best version of themselves
1: i'm, spe- I'm speechless <laughs> uh, I, i'm not even going. I'm, I'm speechless uh uh inside my mind my, my smile is bigger than what's on my face <laughs>
0: uh,
1: only because it's very rare and and melissa for, excuse me for one second because One of my pet peeves or things that I've complained about on the show is that we don't have enough men uh, out here in the forefront that get enough credit for things such as this. And as a man of color, I am extremely proud and honored to be able to have you gentlemen on, share some laughs, some jokes, but in all seriousness, have you uh, brought to the forefront on our platform. So that others can see that we do have men in our community that are leaders that are committed to making things better and not the narrative that we see on TV and in the news. So thank you for from the bottom of my heart. I want to say thank you both for taking time to to sit here and share your story with us. Uh, and I'm going to, Melissa, I'm going to pass you sis. you know. Any thoughts? Anything about today's show, sis? Listen,
2: these men are pulling at my heartstrings. You hear me? Um, <laughs> I've been I've been in youth development for over twenty years. Worked in group homes, um, youth working with you, That's my passion. That's my purpose. Right? right. So when I hear others are doing the same, and like Damon said, you you be getting it from a men' perspective. Like this industry or this. You development teacher whatever it is you usually see a lot of women right but mm-hmm. it makes a big difference when that man can step up um, and especially giving the tools to our kids um, I I I tell everyone I can talk to that at some point we're gonna get old right. So yeah. we need our younger generation to be able to take care of us, whether yeah. they're going to be <laughs> our teachers, our police officers, That's our president, right. yeah. we need to prepare them. So why not? And it doesn't, mm-hmm. it's not just in schools, you know, it's at the barbershop, it's at the grocery store, it's at home, it's with friends, you know? So my, my hats off, off to you guys, you guys are doing pretty amazing work.
0: Thank
4: you very <laughs> much, man. We appreciate, appreciate
1: it. you guys. Well, yes, Thank you guys. Um, before we go, um, I want to allow you, if you can, Take a moment, you know, share, you know, any social media information, any web information. Uh, I was going to say, uh, you know, have people send books to donate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: a good problem to what, have, though. What, you know?
1: and, and, and You know, I don't want to inundate you uh, with any more. But if people uh, and I'm just thinking outside the box, if people wanted to donate or uh, support uh, you know, it, it, share any information that we and um, outside of Kutztown can help you, and where they can find you guys at online. Uh,
4: the easiest way of, um to to lend your support is um on our dot com. We have the donate page strictly for the kids there. Um, it's called Bucks by Kids on a GoFundMe, and um you can reach us on our Instagram or on our website, man. Pretty much just citycutsbarbershop dot and, and you know any help and support. Is uh, greatly appreciated. Um, it, we wouldn't be able to do these things without the support of everyone that, you know, gave, you know, a dollar or $20 or $30 or $40. Whatever the amount is, is going towards the kids anyway. So right, right. we appreciate that. And thank you very much. Thank you. Oh,
1: appreciate you guys, man, so much. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be uh, it for today. Uh, but moving forward into the holidays, the holiday seasons coming up and things of that nature. Uh, Please find it in your heart to give And to support uh, These two gentlemen and what they're doing Uh, Like I said I'm blown away Uh, I want to continue to support their movement And their efforts Before we finalize And go into our Christmas promo though Melissa I do want to also allow you Sis you know being, Being a new member of the family What's going on with you and Be Unlimited What do you guys have coming up take a few minutes to share where our audience can find you at and, and follow along with what's going on with being limited.
2: Yes, sir. So we've opened up or started our uh, registration or enrollment for our fall cohort, um, 7th, 8th and ninth graders. It is a free program because we're a nonprofit. Um, We help with financial literacy, college and career prep, uh, mental health awareness. We we provide the practice skills to help balance their mental health. Um, We're also looking for youth mentors and board members as well. They can find us on www.beunlmtd.org. And again, that's beunlimited.org. Um, And that's where we are right now We have some other events coming up later But they'll find out on the website too
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen You heard it here today Two great organizations to go out and support Two amazing things going on In our communities Not only locally, but abroad And I mentioned Christmas Because like I said, Christmas is around the corner Here on Two Mics Up We're putting together 12 Days of Christmas And what we're looking to do uh, you can register for a small fee. For $15, you can go ahead and register. We'll run promos, commercials, and we'll allow you 10 minutes on a live segment Thursday night. It'll run for one month. We're going to take 24 vendors, and we're going to give you an opportunity to do your best to promote and sell products right here on Two Mics Up. We're all about supporting businesses. We want to go ahead and help those find that. Sometimes you're looking just for that gift for someone special. Uh, and we want to go ahead and give you opportunity to do that here with us on two mics up so check out the commercial uh, and you can follow us online to get more inf- information about registering but i'll be right back with more <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you can go ahead and get more information about 12 Days of Christmas by visiting www.2mikesup.com. Like we always do, follow us across social media, IG, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at 2 Mikes Up. And if you're watching this, make sure you go ahead and hit that subscribe button down at the bottom. Don't forget to hit the bell over there on the side so that you can be notified by all the newest, from, newest content coming from 2 Mikes Up. While you're at it, give us a thumbs up, thumbs down, leave a comment. We want to know what you feel. Hey, I I like constructive criticism Hey, what we're doing you don't like, let us know Talk to me, that's what I'm here for Like we always do at this time, ladies and gentlemen Stay safe, stay blessed Mike's out Appreciate
4: it, thank you Do good